inverted, narcissistic, and most importantly, completely pointless. Come waste an hour of your week with The Starting Block Friday nights Australian time at dlive.tv forward slash The Starting Block. Get in touch with us on Twitter at The Starting Block, no K at the end. Also, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or iTunes by searching for The Starting Block, or one word, or on Podbean at startingblock.podbean.com. Join the Blockheads, tuning in in their millions right around the world. Lossestavshow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. You've got myself, Crino, and I'm joined by a man who's trying to arrange for the return of Uncle Jesse's bail money, my co-captain Damo. How are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good morning to you. Good uh, morning, good evening, uh, good afternoon to all the boys and girls out there on board the listenership. And as always, Greeno, the blockheads... In their millions, tuning in right around the world. Who the hell is Uncle Jesse? You're always, you're always. I think you plan this for like a whole week to come at me with these weird little like. You you say that they're current and topical, but I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Ninety percent of the time, when you throw these little intros at me, so who the hell is Uncle Jesse? Is he your that's, uncle? That's the beauty. The beauty of this show, because you know what's topical in your world, yeah, is I like I'm lost. Yeah, what's topical in my world, you've got no idea either. So between us, mm. we almost have a fully functioning show. Uh, Uncle Jesse, I'm referring to the uh, the announcement of Laurie Lachlan's uh, two-month prison stint tomorrow. So ah. Uncle Jesse's from Full House. Oh, of course. He's the uh, the leather jacket-wearing super Chad. That's correct. <laughs> Spot on. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, see, topical reference. So here topical I am. Topical I'm topical. the idiot here. I'm thinking about things like, uh, you know, Police overreach, government overreach, the surveillance state, corruption, these kinds of things. And you're like, man, do you remember Uncle Jesse from Full House? (laughs) 25-year-old sitcom references. That's that's how I keep it topical here on the block. Laurie Lachlan, Uh, the jailbird, huh? How about that? It's going to be some fresh Uh, meat. Do you reckon she's going to, like, average, you know, normal poor person prison? Or is she going to special, uh, you know, special treatment, don't worry, you won't have to mix with the peasants kind of prison? Yeah, she's going to country club prison, I think. Country man. club uh, prison. The, um, the one where you've got it, yeah, you have brunch. Yes. You, the kind of prison she's going to. And instead of, okay. instead of making license plates or cheap saucepans, you groom dressage horses for equestrian yeah. events. <laughs> break them in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good luck to her. Um, Damo, it's, uh, it's, it's a weird feeling. It's, you know, normally we're, we're Friday evenings Australian time, mm. so... Uh, at that point, we're normally, you know, end of a end of a work week where we're relaxed, where yep. we're looking forward to the weekend, yep. and also a couple of beers in the gut. A couple of so, beers in the belly. I just cracked one open though before the show. I know it's early here. I don't know about you. You're 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 a parent, see, so you probably need to make a good example for the younguns. But I just cracked a beer open before we started. How about you? Uh, no, I'm uh, a cup of coffee and just cracked a Red Bull to fire me through this hour because I'm coffee. still trying to wake up here. Um, but with that said, it's uh, so it's going to be an interesting. It's going to see what the dynamic feels like with uh, only half of us drinking and and also with uh, different food in the belly. Mm. Um, if you can hit a, a Greeno story time for me. Absolutely, I can. As long as I can find it. I like stories about pinatas. There you go. 
So for the last couple of months, what something to I want to treat myself on a Sunday morning. You know, I just need I need to mix up the monotony of of the week being at home all the time. Mm-hmm. So Sunday morning has become barbecue breakfast cook up day for in in the Greeno household. Interesting. So. Every Sunday, every Sunday morning, uh, it's it's beautiful. It's, it's my favorite, uh, one of my favorite parts of the week. Because what happens is, you know, in the middle of winter, I'm out outside, hot barbecue blazing, hot cup of coffee, freezing cold air, and it's just a great dynamic. Absolutely, sounds fantastic. So that's how I spent my Sunday morning. So then, but then this morning, because normally I, I'm, I'm a very, it's a very casual way to start the day. Hmm. So it's you know, ah, oh, whack on a chorizo here, or whack on a hash brown there, put some eggs on, bit of bacon, no bit of bacon bit on of bacon. there, bit of onion yeah, maybe bacon. sometimes, occasionally. Mix it up sometimes a bit of fried tomato, yeah. um, whatever I feel like. But it's normally a very relaxed morning, and for an hour, I've spent an hour and a half just out on the barbecue drinking coffee. Have you ever this- have you ever done a pancake on the barbecue? I can't say I have. Okay, um, my barbecue isn't overly clean, so so you know, what? <laughs> so it doesn't 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 seem to fit what what I want from a pancake. When it comes to greasy food, it doesn't matter how much filth is on that barbecue plate. We're, we're good to go. Ah. So about a pancake. So you don't mind a bit of old blackness and like ash and soot and stuff if you're on a piece of bacon, but if yeah, for no, some reason on a pancake it needs to be pristine, clean lab conditions. Yeah, that's that's pastry material. That's, pastry material. Yeah, I, I need that clean breakfast cake. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so this morning, I, normally I'm like, oh shit, I got I got to be ready for the show. Mm. Um, I've got a very tight time frame here. But I still didn't want to. I want to make sure I didn't miss out on the breakfast. So oh, I was like, good. So you, you're focusing on the important things because if I can just, I'm going to close your story here. I like stories about pinatas. And I'm going to open up another story. I like stories about pinatas. Now, Greeno regularly on this show because this is his show, right? This is for like this is this is his vehicle. I'm just a passenger here, and he's always like, no, 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 no. This is our project. And Damo, why don't you put a little bit more effort in? Like, I'm the one that's doing all of the fucking rundowns. I'm the one that's collecting all of the stuff here. Why don't you, like, contribute to the show a little more? And I'm like, yeah, you know what? You're right. So I've, like, rebuilt the studio. I've got the second stream going. I've, like, made little graphics for the show and shit. And we couldn't do the show Friday night because, uh, obviously, I was breaking down the entire studio and rebuilding it. Didn't get it done in time. But Sunday morning, Greeno gets in touch with me. What time would you prefer, 9 or 10? I'm like, 9 o'clock sounds good. No worries, sweet as, see you then, brother. So I get in touch and I write him a message. I'm like, hey, since this is like the first guinea pig run of the new studio, why don't I give you a sound test at like 8.45? An hour goes by, I hear nothing. I call him up at 8.45, nothing, no answer. I'm like, oh boy, this is cutting it a little close. And then at five five minutes to nine, he calls me back. And then the first item on tonight's show, on today's show, is how wonderful my morning fucking barbecue <laughs> breakfast was. How I didn't wanna I didn't wanna miss out on my morning breakfast ritual and I don't even cook pancakes on it. How about that? I like stories about pinatas. Okay, so I'm reopening your story. I like stories <laughs> about story. pinatas. And what time what time did the show start? It started at nine, but it could have started, that- you know. <laughs> We, could have we said we'd be on air by nine. Yeah. We were on air by nine. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Admittedly, I just didn't see my phone. Because um, you were too busy so enjoying the morning air. That's right. Enjoying my breakfast. <laughs> so out there, I was like, I'm going to scale it back. It's now just going to be hash brown, poached eggs. But I need, if I'm going to do that, I need to make sure my sauce is top notch. Hmm. So uh, I'm like, hollandaise it is. Really? Holland? I see. I can't. I, 
I respect people who can have hollandaise at breakfast. For me, it's too much. Like, it's too sweet. It's too heavy in your gut. I want, like, a nice, like, I'm a tomato sauce man, you know, and I just want a little bit of tomato sauce on the side of the plate. The problem, I guess, with hollandaise is, right, maybe it's different for you because you're administering the hollandaise yourself. Whenever I have hollandaise at a cafe or a breakfast plate, they fucking drown the food in that shit. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. It's like it's like a it's soup bowl of hollandaise with yeah. a bit of toast stuck in it. And it's like, oh, God, and you feel sick afterwards. It's like too much hollandaise, man, too much cream <laughs> for, the, for the morning, too much breakfast cream. I can't take it. So I always See? avoid the hollandaise. I'm a big fan of hollandaise, but it's a, it's a bit of a pain in the ass to make because it's all it's it's a very timing based thing. And if uh, I've got the barbecue running, I got the eggs poaching. It's it's a bit of a gamble, but mm. I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna commit to it. But what I've never noticed when I make it because once again I'm normally in a daze, but today was like bullet like focus to make sure we're on air for nine. Yeah, and yeah, yeah you, you wanted to be you wanted to be prepared for the show at the different time slot at five minutes to nine. <laughs> <laughs> Because you're such a fucking professional. <laughs> we, got on, we got on air on time. And so I've uh, I've never actually paid attention as to, you know, the the amounts that go into the, the hollandaise sauce. Mm. And for me, I'm like, oh, it says 100 grams of butter, blah, 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 sweet, put it all in. And I've never paid attention to how much butter that 100 grams really is. Right. And when you had to liquefy it, and when I'm looking at this, like, basically almost a, a full cup of melted butter mm. that's going into the sauce Heaven. that I then consume, yes. I realise I'm effectively drinking a cup of butter. Correct. <laughs> like a full cup. And I'm like, this, this cannot be healthy for me in any way, shape or form. No. So hundred gra- So uh, long story short, mm. 100 grams of uh, butter in Greeno's gut right now. So let's see how that pans out over the course of the next hour. Excellent I story. I like stories about pinatas. I like, I like the fact that you're like, you know, Oh man, I'm drinking a hundred grams of butter. This can't be good for me, honey. Did you clean the barbecue? Nah, fuck that shit. <laughs> let, 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 let's just eat the ash and the dirt and the grease off the fucking hot plate. But oh my god, this butter is going to kill me. How awful! <laughs> That's all flavor. I'm telling you, man. That's all flavor. Flavor. Of the you need to live it there. It's kind of like uh, the oil, the chip oil. You, you want like a shit ton of chips to have gone through the same batch of oil yeah. before you get the true potential of the oil flavour. Absolutely. You sent myself flaccid. Steph, in the chat on DLive, Greeno said it's a fuck ton. No, it's not a fuck ton. It's definitely a shit ton of butter, but it's definitely not a fuck ton. ton. Yeah. Fuck ton is bigger a than a shit ton. A yeah. yeah, no doubt. Uh, it, goes, it, goes, it goes shit load, fuck load, shit ton, fuck ton. That's, that's, the, yeah. that's the official, official Australian unit of measurement. Correct. Yeah. Uh, am I seeing Winning TV talking about putting sushi on a Barbie? Yeah, what the fuck is he? What the hell is he on about? Huh? He must be drunk. <laughs> it is Saturday night in Winning TV's yeah. world. Hey, you know it would be great for this barbecue? Fucking put the T-bone steaks away, man. Have you ever fried up some fucking fish on this thing? Um, Who invited the gay guy? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> sushi? Wait a minute. Isn't sushi raw? Why would you put it on the barbecue in the first place? What, for presentation? Presentation <laughs> For garnish. Yeah. Uh, Damo, we've been, uh, we spent the better part of what, last two months talking about uh, cancel culture, mm-hmm. uh, or, you know, the, how racism is racist. Yes. And how, you know, uh, certain things uh, seem to be sneak un- sneaking under the radar. Yep. And, and we just want to set the record straight. Yeah, we want um, to cancel everything before, like, we want to become the new wave of cancel culture. We want to get yeah. ahead of like the popular curve of cancelling things and cancel things that people haven't even thought of yet. 
Exactly. To prove, to prove how woke we are. Because then once we eliminate everybody else, everybody will be forced to listen to this terrible show. Like they won't have any choice. <laughs> There's nothing left. Uh, but uh, there was a beautiful moment this week because we talked specifically uh, our first uh, episode of uh, What Are We Cancelling This Week was 80s Eddie Murphy. Yes. Niggas and faggots, faggots and niggas. Faggots and niggas. That's, that's, what, that's uh, pretty much all of Eddie Murphy's comedy specials from the 80s. Correct. And it was a beautiful moment this week when uh, I flicked on the, the MLB and it's, it's nice to see when things from our show blend in with the, the real world because MLB met 1980s Eddie Murphy this week. Fantastic. Let's have a look. The fag capitals of the world. <laughs> Reds Live, the pregame show. Reds Live. <laughs> One of the fag capitals of the world, I think he said. So this is uh, Tom you Brenneman dick. who uh, had a bit of a hot mic situation where they were coming back from the ad break. He assumed he was still off the air and decided that was an irrespective, that was an appropriate time to turn to his colour commentator or his, uh, his play-by-play man. His colour commentator? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Racisms as well. Uh, <laughs> and uh, refer to, uh, I believe they're playing in Kansas City. Hmm. So he, he must be a big fan of uh, Kansas City <laughs> and referred to it as... Bag capital of the world. Back by here. <laughs> With the radio voice and everything. Oh, God. I don't know if you've ever seen a program called Brockmire, um, but it was a, a very Brockmire-type moment. I, uh, I feel sorry for these guys who get caught in hot mic moments, but, like, it is unprofessional. So, you know, like, it's Radio 101, isn't it, to not to make sure that your mics aren't on, to make sure that you don't get caught like that. So you can't really have too much sympathy for him, but it's not like he went out there and he's like, so coming out to pitch now, one of the biggest fags on planet Earth. You know, it wasn't like that. It was just like a private conversation that just happened to, you know, he happened to probably like moved his arm and hit the fucking cough button or something, you know, something dumb like that. So I kind of feel sorry for the guy. Yeah, but once again, we, we have we have small talk on the ad breaks in this show. I yeah. don't think we've, we've talked about, you know, Fag capital of the world. Fag capitals of the world in our little, <laughs> you know, mid-inning chit-chat. No, we talk about <laughs> breakfast barbecues. Breakfast barbecues, spot on. Uh, so so you're like, well, obviously, you know, there's outrage. It's mm. going to be happening. Outrage. And before, before the uh, match was even over, I think it was like two innings later, mm. Tom had been pulled off air. Wow. And then went back on air to issue a public apology and then – Bug it off again. Now, the beauty of this, though, is no matter what the situation is, a, a commentator is still always going to be a commentator. So mid-apology, something happens in the game. And he's like, well, I know I'm apologizing for, uh, you know, making homophobic remarks, but better call the home run. Let's check it out. Myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. <laughs> and so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. Jesus. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. I don't know if it's going to be for the Reds. Oh, this is brutal. I don't know if it's going to be for my bosses at Fox. I will apologize for the people who signed my paycheck. Wait, so he's already been fired at this point? No, he's been pulled off the air. Pulled said, off the air. Get, get, get off. Um, but but can we do a so that that bit was funny about having to announce oh, the home run call. Can we 
Can we tick off the list of, uh, you know, generic apology phrases mm. he puts into it? So he opened it with, I'm a man of faith. I'm a man of so faith. But so let's tick that box off. I mean, if he, if he was like, sorry to interrupt, but if he was like a hardcore man of faith, wouldn't that make the fag central comment even more appropriate? <laughs> Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, he should be saying, I, I am not a man of faith. <laughs> uh, secondly, he apologised to his employers at yeah. Fox Sports, the people who signed his paycheck, mm. not the fags, though. <laughs> got to apologise to the fags. They're the ones that get he, offended by this. That was the first apology, though. I need to apologise <laughs> to the people that signed my paycheck. Well yeah. done, Top. Let's see what else he uh, he taps out here. Let's okay. see, is it not his go? Let's see if he throws in not his go. Okay, it's not, it's not who I am. That's 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 a favorite one. For the Reds, for Fox Sports Ohio. You ask anybody who knows me, you know I'm not this kind of guy normally, right? <laughs> yeah. So the there's two we're looking for. Work with for anybody that I've offended here tonight. I can't begin to tell you how deeply sorry I am. Oh, all right. That is not who I am. Hey! Here we go. Nice. Yay! <laughs> ding, ding. All right. Fantastic. What else we got? Keep going, Tom. Who else are you gonna apologize Keep to? Keep going, Tom. Uh, and never has been. And I'd like to think maybe I could have some people that uh, that can back that up. Here we go. Everyone it's I know. Nice. <laughs> uh, has he got any more uh, generic phrases he can throw in for an apology? I am very, very sorry. And I beg, beg. for your forgiveness. I beg for your forgiveness. Ugh. Uh, got man of faith. We've got not my go. Yeah. We've got uh, ask anyone who knows me. Yep. We've got apologize. Uh, apologize to my employers. Apologize to anyone I offended. Uh, and uh, I think that's pretty much it. I so well done, Tom. Uh, it reminds yeah. me of. Um, it reminds me of. Uh, you know, our American brothers and sisters won't know this reference. Do you remember the Tony Gregg one? The famous Tony. I do. Gregg? So Tony <laughs> yes. Gregg was a cricket commentator here. And, you know, there's a lot of downtime in cricket. And so there's one cameraman at every cricket broadcast whose job it is to scan the ground, like to scan the area outside the cricket ground, you know, looking for stuff. So if you're playing in Adelaide or uh, Bell Reeve is another like sort of picturesque one, isn't it? Where you can like scan around outside and see fucking boats on the lake and shit like that. And Adelaide is, Adelaide's nickname is the City of Churches. Obviously, there's a lot of churches in Adelaide. And so the camera's scanning around and they see this wedding taking place in this church outside the gate. This is during the cricket broadcast. And the camera zooms in and it's like a white man and an Asian girl. And <laughs> Tony Gregg didn't realize he was still on the microphone. He's like, as we scan around here, the beautiful outside uh, surrounds of the Adelaide cricket ground. And he's like, I wonder how much he paid for her. Because <laughs> he came over on the broadcast. But she ended up suing Channel 9, didn't she? And she's like, you ruined my wedding day and stuff. But the collective reaction back then was like, oh, bullshit. You didn't even know he said it. You were getting married. You weren't watching the cricket. How could he ruin your wedding day? Fuck off. But now, if that same shit happened now, it'd be like, show me the money. You know what I mean? Uh, he's a man of faith. He's a man of faith. You know, this isn't like a... You know, you ask anybody, I love Asian women. <laughs> I've had sex with many Asian women. I would I would there's never a, do this. There was also another clip I saw recently where uh, they were once again scanning around the crowd this time, not outside the stadium. Hmm. And obviously the cameramen are all a bunch of horny dudes because they always go with the, the ladies that big racks or whatnot. Yep. Um, fun bag screen, though, is the technical term. Fun bags, term. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, 
in the crowd and tony's like mm, have a look at that bill <laughs> <laughs> bill didn't know how to react he's just like oh it's sensational what a what a tremendous track <laughs> get him up here they're huge what a boof him <laughs> uh, so no, very good so uh we don't need to cancel it this week but, uh, tom's been canceled instead Which brings me to my next uh, next segment, Damo. Uh, basically, with with all the, the goings on in the world, sometimes mm. we need we need a new voice. We need we need we need poets, Damo. We need what uh, poets? We need poets. Okay. We need, we need to bring some class back to whether back to the world, whether it be you know through through film or through uh, through the music industry, uh-huh. and. Sometimes you know words words are powerful and and words can can have special meaning for a place and and some words just really uh, touch you in the right spots, Damo. Mm. And so here's a, 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 a lyrical genius, if you will, that um, cuts through cuts through the shit and, and gets to the point and really hits you in those areas. Okay, it's what by Cardi B. <laughs> uh, Was in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Mm-hmm. There's some whores in this house. A lot Pull of up. whores. I said, certified freak, seven days a week. Wet ass p- pussy, make the pullout game week woo. Ah. Nice. Uh, should, should we continue? If you want. I mean, it's up to with, you. With some, with some more, more Cardi. Yeah, some yeah, lyrical genius. Yeah. Lyrical genius, and, and you can't be offended by this, which is good to know. Yeah. <laughs> you know we're offended offended by a lot of different things, but this is apparently a hit song. If you're offended uh, by this, you're probably a racist, I think. I think that's how it oh, works. No, no doubt. Yeah. This, this, is, this is not defensive. No. Uh, yeah, 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 you fucking with some wet-ass pussy. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet-ass pussy. I love that line. Give me everything you've got for this wet-ass pussy. Beat it up, nigger. Catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this pussy right in your face. Swap your nose like a credit card. Hop on top, I want to ride. I do a kegel while it's inside. Spit in my mouth, look in my eyes. The pussy is wet. Come take a dive. Tie me up like I'm surprised. Let's role play, I'll wear a disguise. Wet ass pussy, Damo. Fantastic. Well done. <laughs> well done, Greeno. Beautiful uh, we'll, reading we'll, there. Uh, we'll intervene with us. Uh, when we feel like the show's dipping, hmm. we'll cut back in with some more some more WAP lyrics, I think. The, my, my favourite thing about um, I Love 2020 I don't know about you. <clears throat> There's some downsides. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. Uh, you know, the fact that we're hurtling, you know, sort of over the cliff into an all-conquering police state doesn't fill me with much confidence. But if you put that to one side, the upsides of 2020 far outweigh the downsides. Like the fact that the woman who made that song, talking about how you need a mop and bucket to clean up her pussy juice, <laughs> she's she's now interviewing... Did you see she interviewed fucking Joe Biden? Yeah, I did. So, like, did. she's interviewing <laughs> the guy who could be the next fucking leader of the free world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, consider. You mean the lady who wrote the line, gobble me, swallow me, drip down the side of me? <laughs> That's the one. Now, <laughs> the the thing I love about it is it just shows how absurd everything. It's not just absurd for her to be interviewing him, right? But think about all of the outrage shit that happens when a politician says something, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, when Donald Trump calls, say, uh, cartel members who enter the country illegally uh, animals, 
That's like fucking six months of outrage. Oh, you can't say that. It's disgusting. It's offensive. The same people, Greeno, who get so offended by that, they spend six months churning over it, sweating over it, getting really angry and upset, do not have a single problem with the woman who's like, nigga, your dick is hard, fuck my wet-ass pussy, interviewing the other guy. <laughs> like, that's totally fine. <laughs> the lady who wrote, ask for a car while you ride that dick, pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet-ass pussy, yeah. one, one, one. So that's 2020 sad. shows us all, I think, just Depressing. how ridiculous the world is. You know what I mean? It's fantastic. Uh, very good. Cardi B, lyrical genius. Cardi B. Now, we go from WAP, Damo, to WAGS. Did you say WAP? We, Oh, WAP. Pardon me. WAP. 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 Wet ass pussy, Damo. Right. Um, so uh, brings us to, uh, remember Beck Judd? We, we, we talked about a couple of times on this yes, show. Yes, Rebecca Judd. Uh, wag, the most famous wag in Australia, really. Correct. So it, it turns out she's uh, got some side cash for writing for the Herald Sun, which I assume is the Melbourne version of the Daily Telegraph. That's, yes, yes, correct. Yeah. Or part of the Murdoch press. Yeah. Um. So she, she's got a little thing, and uh, here's the the article I saw last week. Hmm. Raising kids and running empires, the AFL's wags are much more than wives and girlfriends of <laughs> footy's biggest names. Christ. Vote and have your say on sports' most powerful wag. Powerful? So she's written an article about sports' most powerful wags. What what are the odds she put herself on that list? <laughs> High to uh, probable, I would say. Lock lock on, like definitely top three. Did you did you this read the article? No, I'm not going to click it. Fuck no. I just <laughs> screenshot nice, the headline because I found it funny. <laughs> this is journalism, Damo. Mm. This is this is this isn't a newspaper. Yeah. Raising kids and running empires, they're much more than wives and girlfriends. Well, you know, debatable. So, debatable. Um, so consider the state like a like I was just talking about 2020. Okay, the woman yeah. who wrote and sang "Wet Ass Pussy" is potentially interviewing the most powerful, the next most powerful man on planet Earth. And you open up the paper to get some, like, real news and you've got somebody who has sex with a professional footballer talking about how powerful she is. <laughs> like, what a fucking state. What a state of affairs, Greeno. Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic? Handmade with painstaking care. Put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. We never thought that 30 years later 
days It's our special little spot Tucked away on delight Enjoy the joy of Patsy Enjoy the joy of Patsy Enjoy the joy of Patsy than 3% sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Yes, welcome back to the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Remember, if you want to get in touch with us, the best way to do so would be via the little blue bird. Follow Greeno at the starting block. Follow me at Boogie Bumper. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for joining us and do... Uh, follow our friends, Irrational Times, playing there. Uh, Joy of Pessy, maybe later on tonight at 1am. Major Tom at 10, Greeno. Real person, PLTCS, the owner and uh, CEO of TAVshow.com, Greeno. James R, going at uh, 11.30 or thereabouts tonight. You've also got Winning TV kicking off right after us at 8pm. So there you go. There we go. Got to keep it a tight hour. We better keep going. Got to keep it very tight, like this wet-ass pussy, Greeno. <laughs> exactly. Should, should we do a bit more wet-ass pussy? No, please. Go what for it. Go for what it. other lines have we got here that I that I've missed? Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, so this, I'm assuming at this point in the the song story, she's uh, in front of a court for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, Your Honor, I'm a freak, bitch. Handcuffs, leashes. Yep. Switch my wig, make him feel like he's cheating. Mm. Put him on his knees, give him something to believe in. Never lost a fight, but I'm looking for a beating. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. deep, Greeno. It's soulful. It's it's levels, it's layers. Yeah, um, like an onion. You know. <laughs> I just said like an onion. Like an onion. Yeah, like, oh. You cry, and then the deeper you get into it, it actually stinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably need to get that looked at. Thanks. Actually, that's <laughs> nice, Gary. Can you hear a story time for me? Absolutely. I like stories about pinatas. So I mean, uh, I just been cleaning out the house, getting rid of a bunch of pointless shit uh, mm. the, the last couple of weeks. Mm. Opened up a crate the other day, and it had all my old like university and uh, TAFE textbooks and and whatnot yep. that have been sitting there in my house for what 15, 20 years. Right. Why well, I kept them? I think it was out of principle because I spent so much money on those shoes. Because <laughs> you're because you're tight as a duck's ass. That's why you kept them. You never know. But you I never know. Them. You never know. Twenty-five year old accounting textbooks might come in handy one day. We might need these. Might. <laughs> my son might become an accountant. Tax rates. <laughs> I might need to know that. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to hand these down to my little boy when he follows in daddy's footsteps. It's like, dad, dad, they don't even teach this kind of numeral anymore. <laughs> we all speak Mandarin at school now. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, so I'm going through it all and I'm like, all right, it's time, time to finally part ways with the uh, 19, 1994 tax rates. Mm. Um, <laughs> but I came across one of my old assessments, mm. and it was uh, it was the, one of my favourite topics we got to do. It was marketing. Ah, so basically, we had to create a create a. Um, I love marketing because marketing is about how can I uh, deceive and manipulate people into giving me money. <laughs> That's yeah, basically what it is. So I'm I'm looking at this thing. So we created this thing called Scooter Man for some reason, where basically. Um, 
they they come up and drive your like if you're pissed at the at the pub and you've got your car there, they'll come pick you up, drive your car home. Fantastic. So that way your your car gets it home. Oh, that's right. And the scooter like folds up like into a briefcase and they put it in the trunk of the car, right? And then drive you home and then they zip off on the on the scooter next off to their next drunkard. Spot on. So so we created this thing and I was in charge of the ad. So I'm going through, I'm flicking through the assessment. Someone like it was a group activity. So there was like five of us in the group. And, you know, someone was in charge, you know, putting together all the, the projections. Someone had to do like the, you know, um, possible uh, marketing, yep. you know, paperwork stuff. And then they put me in charge of the ad, which, you know, you know a bit dangerous when you put me in charge of writing a script and, and, and what I put in there. Hey, fuckhead, so, call schoonerman.com. <laughs> So I'm reading this script that I've written for this ad, and I'm like, did I really put this into an assessment to to try and pass an accounting course? Because uh, the first line of the ad was a bunch of uh, drunken people sitting around a pub, hmm. and a dude going, talking about how he's given a girl a venereal disease <laughs> and told her just to whack a cream on it, it'll clear up. <laughs> That was the first line of my marketing ad right. that I submitted as an assessment. Um, well, modern modern commercials don't seem to, you know, like you can watch a modern commercial and be like, I have no idea what they're selling here. So yep. it seems like you were channeling that. It's like, hey, hey, have you got an itchy vulva? Why don't you put a little bit of this cream here on your vagina and we'll make that shit clean right up. Wow, what's this a commercial for? Scooter Man. Scooter Man. <laughs> you were channeling that creative energy. And I, I can't believe uh, my colleagues who who were part of the assessment because my mark impacted their result. Oh dear! Let me do it. Yeah. Um, so let's give them a nice Gary. Nice Gary. Put some nice stupid Gary. shit in there. And then we can close up the story. Fantastic! I've got I a like story. Stories about pinatas. You know, open up the story. I like stories about pinatas. Since you were talking about, um, you know, finding old shit. So we've been going through this house methodically myself and Lady Boogie now for a while, uh, hence like the re- the refit of the studio. I'm very happy in here, by the way. I'm in front of the window. I can see the sun and trees and shit. It's very positive energy in this studio now. Um, I can You can actually move it's around. Dead. You can walk around in here, like open. You can swing a cat greener and not hit a wall. It's fantastic. Grab that little <laughs> sucker by the tail. He won't hit a damn thing. Because remember before, we were always fucking knocking shit off the table and stuff like that because it was all crammed in. So Yeah, yeah, I must have broken three or four different things in that in that studio. Spilt about half a dozen drinks. <laughs> oh, easy, yeah. <laughs> I think there was, in, in the, uh, the, the mystery show, I think I, I literally spilt three different beer bottles in the course of that two and a half hour show. Hmm. Well, um, hang on, we're just going to take care of our mate there. Um, so we were going through like old stuff, like in the house and Lady Boogie was talking to me last night and she's like, you know, I was cleaning out like one of the fucking wardrobes in one of the spare rooms, right? She's like, you know, there's a fucking foot spa in there. And I'm like, a foot spa? I love a foot spa. And she's like, yeah, I love a foot spa too. I've never fucking used it though. She's like, mm. but every time I go to throw it out, I think, hmm, I would, I think I would like a foot spa. And then it goes back into the wardrobe. So she's yeah. like, that's it. We're getting rid of it. I'm getting rid of this fucking thing. And she, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know we had a foot spa. I would like a foot spa. And she's like, you're doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> this foot spa is going to be like a millstone around our fucking necks. We're never getting rid of this foot spa, Gruner. Can't throw it out. Why is it the foot spa is the item that, you know, you need to cling on to the most? I don't know, man, but it's that's freaky because I have the exact same thing. 
I've got a foot spa that's sitting in my fucking linen press yep. that every time I clean out my house, I'm like, oh, I might have one one day. I better keep it. <laughs> I better keep it. <laughs> there you go. There's a story. I like stories about <laughs> pinatas. Uh, let's skip the next three things, Nemo. Uh, let's <laughs> jump to... Let's jump to personal journal rankings. Okay, what's, I, I what's on the go? I looked at those three items, and they're just not funny enough. Okay. Um, personal journal rankings, Damo. So, yeah, obviously we've uh, we, we cracked top 100 here in Australia. We're top 20 in Vietnam uh, from like one episode from nine months ago. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're, we can't get any consistency. We're not, we're not hitting it every week, Damo. Where we'd like to, we're just sporadically popping into the charts with random episodes. Yep. Now, first and foremost, we've probably got our biggest audience on D Live tonight that we have in you know months. Yeah. So can we can we confirm? We need the people in the in the chat to confirm they're subscribed to iTunes, and look at it. Just download the back catalog. Do us a solid. Don't have to listen. We don't want you to listen. That's the rule. That's the key. Yep. That's the trick. Actually, the- actively avoid listening. Avoid listening. All we want you to do is go on iTunes, subscribe, and download the entire back catalog. Because what I've realized is it's not just the one episode. It's the amount of episodes on your channel that are downloaded that get you in the charts. So someone, went in, when BE was going around to his mate's thing and just grabbing their phones and downloading and subscribing, I think they were downloading the back catalog as well. So that uh-huh. rocketed us into the top 100. Yes. That's the key. Um. So we also like to look at, you know, what, what else is in the charts? What are we, what are we trying to beat here? What, what should and shouldn't we be beating? Yeah, we like to look around, see who's in the general vicinity, who's in the general area, and, like, we're, yeah. we're going to target them. We're going to target that particular podcast, uh, undermine them in the hopes of tearing them down in order to build ourselves up because that's how we roll here. Like, we're not going to do things genuinely. Like, we're not going to come at this and say something like, well, if we just do a better show then maybe we'll get better downloads. No, no, we're looking for the asshole way out here. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to badger people to subscribe and not Correct. listen. Correct. And then just unsubscribe, but then resubscribe and download it again. Exactly. Do us that solid. Exactly. We love loopholes uh, here on this show. Yeah, that's it. We're, we're working around the system instead of trying harder and, you know, promoting better. Um, so at number 44, Damo, on the Australian Personal Journal charts, we've got the Lonely Hour. The Lonely Hour. The lonely hour. Now, is so this a person a, just sitting on their own talking about how lonely they are? Here we go. It's a, The Lonely Hour is a podcast about loneliness, but it's not a bummer, apparently. Host Julia Bainbridge has created a space to talk openly in the hope of both destigmatizing loneliness and underscoring the joys of solitude. That sounds depressing as fuck, Damo. Yeah, who'd want to listen to that? Why is that so high up? Oh, I guess people love feeling depressed now, don't they? Well, here's the thing, Damo. I, my my theory for this one would be the only people listening to that are going to be suicidal people, so they're not going to be repeat listeners. Ah, so they listen once and then bang, they're out. They're out. Um, so surely, this is number 44 on the chart, surely we can beat this one, The Lonely Hour, where Julia Bainbridge just depresses more depressed people. Um, well, we so can, we can beat The Lonely that. Hour. Already there's two of us. So we're not lonely. So we, 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 you know, we're spending time together. We're already in front of the lonely cunt. So we're, we're, we're winning there. There's, there you go. Friends of the lonely hour, there's something else for you to be, to be depressed about. Somebody as unpopular as me and unlikable as Greeno still have each other, you see. Yeah. So we're, Doesn't matter where we are we're not even as lonely as you. Maybe this is yeah. what we do. Maybe we target the potential listeners of the lonely hour 
and get them to commit suicide before they download the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't download it. Don't, just do, cut yeah, right do. to the end. We'll save you the time. We'll save you the bother of, yeah. of listening to the show. Just just off. Yeah. Just jump off a bridge before you download the podcast. So much better. Yeah. So that's the lonely yeah. That's a number 44, Damer. Surely we can beat that on the Australian Surely we can beat that. Now, this one's more – this one hit me harder when I saw this was at number 95 because mm. this, is, this is starting to get into our territory here. Yep. At number 95 on the Australian podcast uh, personal oh rankings, yep. overseas Vietnamese. Overseas Vietnamese. So we've now got a Vietnamese program infiltrating the Australian charts hmm. when we're meant to be over there dominating in Vietnam. Right. That's our that's our stomping ground. That's our territory. Yeah. Exactly. This so that, is that, my territory, bitch. Uh, it's a, a podcast for the global Vietnamese community. And look, they're starting, they're stepping on our toes now. Mm. So between the lonely people and these Vietnamese, uh, this Vietnamese program, we've got some concerns. You so things dick. we need to get, get on top of this week, those two particular programs. Yeah, because now, you know what? I know it's a bit of a cliche. Now it's personal. Very, as soon as you start dipping into our Vietnamese territory, that's... Yeah. Uh, we're very big in Vietnam, Damo. Very big, huge in Vietnam because they're all so little. Because yeah. they're all so small. <laughs> big fans of the show there in Vietnam. They love it. Uh, so uh, we, we try and come up with different ways as well to improve this program in case that strategy of just, you know, depressing lonely people uh, into suicide before downloading hmm. uh, doesn't work. If that one doesn't pan out, yep. we've got to come up with alternatives to improve or expand the the scope of this particular program. Okay. And we realized last week that we need to start getting some of the uh, the FM shtick into our program. Somewhere. Ah, so a bit of the, uh, say, a bit of this one. Magician, Don Camaro's lost his mind. Get ready for Don Camaro's Super Mega Sound Bonanza, Total Liquidation and All Magic and Pen Supplies, Ducks, Box, Turtles, Magic Wands, and Gorgeous Bond Assistance. And that's just the beginning. Snakes, Magic Hats, Puppy Sweaters, Disappearing Ink, all prices too low to mention. Only at Don Camaro's Magic and Pets. That's Don Camaro's Magic and Pets. See you there. Good to have Don Camaro on board. Yep, Don Camaro. Um, there was a bit of a hiatus, a bit of a hiatus for Don Camaro. But can I give you a little bit of the hot, hot goss, Greeno, off the press? A mm-hmm. little bit of the back room. Since we've done the rebrand, since we've gone out to the other platforms now, since we've started to expand the base of the show a little bit, Don Camaro got in touch with me during the week. He said, "I want back in. I want back in. Don's back in." Yep. So he's put a little bit of money aside from the uh, sale of magic wands and magic hats. He sold a couple yep. of budgery gars. And he put mm, he tucked okay. that money away, and he's earned his spot back on the show, Greener. So we're very happy to have, to have Don Camaro back. Definitely good to have Don back. Very very happy with that. Um, so yeah, we've got sponsors back, which mm. means you know we can give away icy cold cans of Coke, Damer. That's right, cold ice cans of Coke, five dollars in cold hard cash. Head down to the car park of the local BP down in Preston's for your chance to win five dollars and a cold can of Pepsi. Right. So we put uh, our man, our Unity reporter, Troy, on, mm. on the case. Now, he used to work in FM radio. He did. He's, he's actually had some success. Yep. He was a, a radio person, producer, I think, of the year in, uh, in, in the awards back in the day. <laughs> it's amazing. So, so you've got – you've got, <laughs> I, just need, I just need to interrupt here for a moment. So you've got us, uh, two very underwhelming uh, on-air presenters for, what, six years we were on radio, like actual real radio? Uh, so seven years. Seven years on radio. Oh, I think I was on five and you were on seven, though. 
Yeah. So, uh, you know, 12 years between us, right, of on-air experience, we have um, a contributor to the show who has done spots on cable uh, sports news. He's mm-hmm. worked at the cable, the biggest sports network in the country. He's done radio on-air spots for, like, uh, on-the-ground reporting um, for one of the largest sports radio stations. We've also got another guy who was an on-air presenter himself and won an award, yes, Radio Producer of the Year. He's also a contributor to this show. Yet the show, like, we've got all of this collective experience. It's got to be, like, 35 years' experience of radio between the four of us. The show is still dog shit. (laughs) Still terrible. How does that work? Do we not care Uh, enough? Do we care too much? What are we doing wrong here? I mean, we're big in Vietnam. Huge (laughs) in Vietnam. See, because Vietnam, Vietnam. the Vietnamese, Greeno, they respect the skills. Mm. They they pick up what we're putting down, so to speak. Yeah. So they get it. But everyone else, don't like it. Do you reckon we're too highbrow? I think we are. People's heads? Yeah, we are too highbrow. Can you go back to the uh, poetry reading just for me? (laughs) Yeah, it's been a bit of Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucking with some wet ass pussy. Hmm. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy. Nice. Give me everything you've got for this wet ass pussy. Okay. Now from the top, make it drop. That's some wet ass pussy. Fantastic. Macaroni in a pot. That's wet ass pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Macaroni in a pot. Macaroni in a pot. That's wet ass pussy. There's some whores in this house. Um, Excellent. So, yeah, I think we're so far Troy's too highbrow. Way too highbrow. Mm. So Troy's Troy's gargant touch with said boys. I've got it. This is the one that's gonna you know crack the top ten in Vietnam. Okay. Kid or kid? <laughs> now this is a segment. Uh, very. It's a very FM segment. Troy's FM segment. We're now calling this one. Okay. Where you've got a guess for an icy cold can of Coke. Mm-hmm. You you whether it is a goat. Or a kid scream. Well, how about this? How about we don't play the video to the audience? We'll let the audience guess. Audience has to guess. Yeah, that's right. So it's in the chat. We're, yeah, we're just going to play the audio. Definitely don't do the video. Okay. And you got to guess in the chat. He's, he's an entry number one. Okay. Kid or kid. Is it a goat screaming or is it a child screaming? Okay, let's go. Yeah. Okay, so was that a kid goat or a kid kid? <laughs> yeah. You tell us, Karina. You t- you're like, all right, so we've got Kitty B with goat. Okay. Gambolina goat. Okay. Anyone else? Goat, goat, goat. Else? goat. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay. It was a goat, Damon. It was a goat. It was an actual was, goat. I was out of a goat. All right, let's, let's have a look. We'll, we'll do three of these. Entry okay. number two. Entry kid number two. or kid. Okay. Kid right. or kid? One, we'll play kid it one more time. We'll play it one more time because it was a short one. <laughs> kid mm. or goat? Kid or goat? Kitty B's got the goat. A kid, winning TV. A kid is a goat, so yay me. Yes, winning TV. That's the gag. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. <laughs> Mr. Fun Kiri is a human kid. Uh, that's a girly man, Amberlina. How about I throw? How about we throw this one up on a screen, Greeno? Check it out. It's a goat. It's a goat. <laughs> it's a goat. Right. Let's last last one before we go to a break. 
is the dumbest thing we've ever done on this show. <laughs> but it's a perfect <laughs> FM segment. Yeah, it is. This would be like they'd be selling this in the uh, the ad promos of the week. Yeah. Like this week coming up on Greedo and Boogie starting block, yeah. we've got. Kid or kid. Kid or kid. Kid or goat. Yeah, but and ironically, we're not making enough out of it, though, because we need to be going like, oh, no, that's definitely a kid. Did you hear? Like the high sound, the house sound. Oh, no, it's a goat. Oh, what? Oh, that's crazy, bro. That's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> we're so wacky here on the show. Yeah, <laughs> fucking so wacky. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> that's how you're supposed to do FM radio. That's FM radio. Yeah. We were obviously great at it. Um, <laughs> okay, one more? Yeah, one more. One, one more. more. Let's see how we go. And then we'll go to an ad break. Okay, let's have a look. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's an obvious one. <laughs> that one's a little too obvious. Let's, that's too obvious. Let's go to the next one. We'll go to the next one. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's too obvious. That's a goat. Yeah. Okay, let's try and find... That's obvious as well. These aren't very good. Um, <laughs> we. This is why we probably should watch the video. Should pre-watch. We yeah. Throw into a segment. Kid or goat, Greedo. Kid or goat. I reckon that's a kid. You reckon that's, that's a kid? kid? I reckon that's a child that's too. A All right. That last. We'll play it again. Uh, kid or goat? Most uh, Homer Simpson in the chat. Uh, <laughs> that does sound like Homer, doesn't it? I tell you what, we'll throw it up on the screen. I think most people are saying goat. Here it is, kid or goat, Gruno. It's the JJ Stoner Spring Collection. The perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. Hi. I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian dick crazy? <laughs> <laughs> you. 
<laughs> well, you, you have to ruin my evening. Like I, I was just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, you gotta, you just gotta do that. Without the hat. So you're not enjoying it? No. <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come dick on, really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in in Argentina. But it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. And I oh, hate come on, you secretly love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show and uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights bye welcome to the starting block follow on twitter at the starting block drop the K at the end Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Yes, back on the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Tend to go, 10 minutes to go, Damon. Tend to go. Winning TV up next, I believe. Yep, winning TV up next, then Major Tom at 10, uh, at Real Person PLTCS around 11.30, and then the great joy of Pessy at 1am playing some retro video games. So that'll be fun. Nice. I did, uh, I did get a good chuckle out of a promo they did yesterday where that uh, Dong Country. It was, uh, Dong, Dong Country. <laughs> Jeez, that made me laugh. Pessy does the best thumbnails on his show. Yeah, they're fantastic. <laughs> Damo, uh, I know we've got a couple of Statmans coming up, but yep. uh, I don't know if you saw this news, Damo. You definitely wouldn't have seen it. The the Australian version of The Masked Singer, uh, which is a reality program on 10, has had to had to be shut down this week really? because of uh, uh, one of the crew members testing positive to COVID. <laughs> now, <laughs> the irony the of, of, of the uh, mask. <laughs> the mask singer being the program that had to get shut down is oh, not lost on me. That's fantastic. Excellent. Let's let's do some stat man's demo. Okay. Uh, we're going to kick off. I'm a stat man. We've got uh, a bit of NBA stat man started off. You sent this through to me, yep. I believe. Uh, James Harden became just the third player in league history to average at least 34 points in two different seasons, nice, joining Mock and Will Chamberlain. Yeah, and there's a reason I sent that through, and there's another James Harden stat man, so that's the first I'm one. Stat man. And what's the other James Harden one I sent you through? Uh, that's the only one I got. Oh, okay. There was another stat. Um, I'm sure I sent another stat through. Um, but basically, like, James Harden, I think, like, of course I'm a Rockets fan, right? So, like, there's going to be bias there. But even for a non-Rockets fan, Harden does not in any way, shape, or form, I think because he he plays in the era of LeBron. So it's like it's just all LeBron all the fucking time. You know, oh, LeBron's the best, LeBron's the best. James Harden, if LeBron wasn't around, everybody would be saying, wow, James Harden is by far the best player in the league. He doesn't get any fucking credit. He doesn't get any recognition to the level I think that, like his stats warrant, you know what I mean? Um, oh, look, I, th- I think it comes down to one thing. He's got they got to win championships. Championship. Yeah. So it's the like it's the Michael Jordan pre ninety one issue of yeah. He scores a ton of points, but his team doesn't win because he scores like not because he scores a ton of points, but you know. Well, they it's, win. It's, it's they they win, but they win, but um, they play small ball, 
And, you know, it's it's that old thing, right? Like offense wins your games, but defense wins your championships. So they, they play like they win a lot. They win a shitload of games, the Rockets, but they don't win playoff games. Exactly. Where you got to play a bit more, you know, yeah. it's a bit more dirty in, in their uh, yeah. defense normally wins championships. They just want to so. outscore their opponent. That's their whole aim, right? Like they're not trying to really, exactly. they're not trying hard to stop, but. Um, they did. They did go two nil up yesterday. I don't. I haven't checked the recent scores. Uh, they're playing against um, Russell Westbrook's old team, actually. Yeah, the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. That's right. Chris Paul going up against uh, the Rockets, and they went two nil up yesterday. So it's looking good. Yeah. But I mean, and the problem is, anybody who wins the championship this year, there's going to be an asterisk next to their name. So there you go. We're uh, live third quarter. Houston up by three. Okay. There you go. So they could go three nil up. They could go 3-0 up, that's right. Okay. And then uh, a couple of upsets to start the playoffs. You had uh, LA and Milwaukee, the two number one seeds, yep. lose their first game to uh, against the number eight seeds in the playoffs. But then they both came back and absolutely drubbed them in, in the following game absolutely. to tie it up at one apiece. Um, let's do an MLB stat, man. Now. I'm a stat man. So this is um, – Brady Lale, who pitched for – this was sent through by Troy – who pitched for the, the Mariners uh, throughout the week, was with the Yankees last year. He got caught up for the minors for one game, then got sent back down to the minor leagues. He became a free agent the year after, then was picked up by the White Sox, then got, he caught, then got caught up for one game, then got sent back down to make room on the roster. Then the Mariners claimed him, and he played today. He's the first guy in 100 years to play his first three major league games with three different clubs. Wow. There you go. That is a great stat. I'm Fantastic. A stat man. <laughs> I love those kinds of stats. Amazing. And then uh, th- throughout the week, you also had, I was going to, I said to Troy, I'm like, I kind of want to see Jerry DePoto send him back down just for the fun of it. <laughs> or trade One him. <laughs> trade him. <laughs> send him over. Um, and then throughout the week, you had uh, the Giants play uh, Oakland. And it, it was not a good week for, for Giants fans because uh, throughout the week it marked the Giants' first loss when leading by five runs in the ninth inning or later Ugh. since 1929. Wow, that's a, that's a sad stat, man. I'm a stat man. <laughs> They'd won their last 2,133 games when leading by five runs in the ninth. <laughs> oh, the stretch. There you go. Fantastic. Rough week. Uh, and then we're going to wrap up the show with uh, our favorite F1 driver of all time, Kimi Raikkonen. Kimi Raikkonen. Who, who I know Lewis uh, set the record for, I think, most podiums ever in F1, yep. uh, so, surpassing Michael Schumer, but fuck that guy. So don't worry about that one. Now, Kimi Raikkonen, however, set a, a stat man this week. Uh, he's he's now the driver who has wrote, like, sorry, raced the most kilometers in the history of the sport. Wow. Is that right? Yeah, That's so Kimi Raikkonen in, race, in races for F1 has uh, now driven, I think it's 81,400 kilometers, which is the most in the history of F1. There you go. I'm really a stat man. So Kimi Raikkonen has driven the most kilometers in F1. He's also given uh, the best post-race press conferences, and he's also fucked the most amount of Finnish strippers on yep. snowmobiles. There you go. Kimi Raikkonen. And that's why he's the goat, Damo. He is the goat. Oh, speak. speak. <laughs> you read my mind. <laughs> the goat, Greeno. <laughs> Officially the dumbest segment we've ever done. Dumbest. That, that's worse than the gardening segment. Absolutely. Uh, follow Greeno at the starting block one where I drop the K at the end. Follow me at Bookie Bumper. Uh, we're going to get out of the way now. Winning TV coming up, dlive.tv slash winning underscore TV. 
And then later on tonight, Major Tonham at 10. Joy of Pessy uh, later on at 1 o'clock. At Real Person PLTCS around 11.30, Greeno. And that's it from us. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Hey, catch ya. Bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and tell you the truth? Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near-to-wheel Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with Promises Kept at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss. That's right, Doc Martin. This is everybody's favorite Yankee, Phil D'Angelo speaking. And on Saturday night, we could have Kimmy, wise censored, affectionately known as Electrolux, the original grandma, UK Neil, Rusty, and his famous sound test show, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Earth Citizen, Stefan, the infamous Grandma Sears, Mac Daddy may even make a show up, or virtually anyone else in the world for some irrelevant fun. Yankee, you mean some irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV on all of those channels. So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on. I still think it's irrelevant fun. But why are you fumbling for coins when you have a heavy bag? <laughs> You're listening to The Starting Block on TAVshow.com.